one who believed in it. I took the road less traveled, followed a dream that most wouldn't gamble. Call me the X-Man, I am the next man. Grammy Award winner, all in my game plan. Am I wrong for the goal? Mic check, mic check, one, two, one, two. This is the Bars and Buckets podcast. It's your boy, Jay Havana. It's Royce. I keep it simple. <laughs> and our homie. Chris Hankin, how we doing? Mr. Chris Hankin is in the building. You want to put your laptop on the on the desk? You good? I'm good. You good? I keep it simple. All right, all right. He's putting his laptop I, on his knees. That's my line. And Mr. Royce, he likes everything simple. So how's it going, fellas? It's going we well. getting cracking on. What's happening? Nothing. Nothing. I, I got something special for Chris. What does he have special for Chris? We're about to get sued because we don't own the rights to the song. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's okay. You get a snippet. That's how you get it. That's how you get it. I had to do it. I had to do it because I wanted to do it last time with St. Chris. I haven't had a chance to do it. It's not going to do it. It's recorded. It's documented. It's good. It's documented. It's good. It's Hopefully, good. we don't get sued. Can't sue something that we don't have. Yeah. All you're going to take is uh, is this uh, little coffee dining table. Ikea, Ikea, Ikea dining table. Twenty four ninety nine, and it's welted. So Ja Rule by all means go for it. Hey, and I'm surprised nice Jeremy thing. and I'm surprised Jeremy put this together right, because usually when he puts together furniture is backwards. Ah, look, look at his shoe rack. <laughs> that, that is backwards. <laughs> I prefer to call it abstract art. Abstract you, you art. Right. With the to. unfinished, uncolored uh, portion of it sticking out. You still got the A and B stickers on there? And still has the A and B <laughs> It gives it more culture, bro. Come on, man. It gives it more culture. culture. More culture. No, man. you know what it is, Chris? He leaves the A and B stickers on because that way he knows how to take it off and he has to move. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, okay, I like started it. from A to B. I got to go from B to A. But him, he'll probably go A to B again. Exactly. <laughs> hey, maybe it'll be frontwards that way, though. In the words of a legendary philosopher, haters are scared. <laughs> shout out, shout out, shout out. What's up, guys? So uh, the NBA started this week. Yes, sir. We are excited. As a, it's our primary topic on this podcast, <laughs> one of them. Um, great things happened uh, in the off season, and a lot of bad things happened this week. And a lot of bad things happened this week. So, um, why don't you kick it off, Jeremy? What happened? What's why don't you kick it off for the basketball conversation? Because I just like to put you in that position. No homo. Pause. <laughs> Big pause. <laughs> Can we get that sound bite? Can we get that sound no, bite? no sound like bites. <laughs> No, 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 big boss. Right on. Good stuff. Good stuff. <laughs> at, least I, at least I caught it right there and in there. It's all good. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess the biggest story of the week is, you know, Gordon Hayward. I mean, suffering that injury, season ending, and thankfully there's no ligament damage. But, um, man, that, that was ugly. That was scary. That was nasty. I mean, literally the first three minutes of the season, something like that happens. And my thing is, how is that not a foul of LeBron James and Crowder? Because he's LeBron James. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't intentional by any means. It wasn't intentional. No. But no. how was that not a foul? He jumped into him in the air. And Crowder, and Crowder stuck his butt out. Like, how does that, how does not, that was that? that hey, why are you looking at guy's butts for it, bro? Well, no, I mean, he, like, basically, he, he took out his legs. Like, Jeez. the way he was standing, he took out his legs. I mean, and I'm not saying, I said it's not intentional, but that's it's a foul. No, I think it is a foul. I mean, unfortunately, the problem is it doesn't change that his ankle is now completely dislocated from his leg. So it was actually his ankle that yeah, dislocated, right? Fractured, right? Uh, fractured tibia, I believe, and a broken ankle. 
That was one of those things too. You just see online on Twitter oh, over and over. Everybody posts it. The pictures, yeah. the gifs, gifs. I don't know how you say it. It's all good. Oh man, and you can't you can't stop watching. It's like a car accident. You keep looking at it. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't want to see your ankle hanging off your. Chris over there analyzing it like he's a doctor. He's like, well, you know, look yeah. at how that twisted. <laughs> hey, I'm just looking out for my man. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, I kind of started a trend this week. I feel like because there was so many injuries. Mm-hmm. I mean. MVP candidate and you know the number one standout Michael Beasley. Oh, I, I was gonna, I was gonna get to Beasley. that. Thank you. I, I thought you might have missed it. Right. Yeah, um, Knicks are still a super team, but this is a huge setback for us. Yeah, I mean, and just a fresh reminder to everybody: Chris is the biggest Knicks fan. We feel sorry for you, bro. Now where I come back, soon. come back. Soon. On, on a positive note, right now, Michael Beasley has a better shooting percentage than Kevin Durant and LeBron James. It'll this probably is true. Look it up. Hit him with the stats. Hit him with the stats. What's the stats? 100%. 100%. Has not missed a shot this year. Has not missed a shot this year. And only makes, only makes buckets. Only makes buckets. How many shots he got? One. He's one Still for one. Counts. He's one for one. And he's probably spit a few bars in his life, too. Um, bars yes, and buckets. Yeah, bars and buckets. <laughs> he should be our mascot, man. Like, he did, he did <laughs> have a nice... Thank you, bro. Thank you, He did have a nice Instagram post today about how he's gearing up for a comeback. So, well, you know, what that's was real. It? I don't Being know. better watch, man. The mm-hmm. league better watch. The league better watch out. Beasley. Beasley. Cool. So what else happened, man? Uh, and he, just like I said, there's more injuries. Uh, Mavs Sucks. rookie Dennis Smith got injured after he had an amazing debut. I, I was looking forward to Yeah, him. I mean, hopefully he's not out too long. I mean, right. he's out on Saturday, but hopefully he's not too long. Uh, CP3 up to out to four weeks. For his knee, I mean, it's just one of those weeks, man. It's just crazy. A lot of injuries. Um, right. But on the, on the bright side of things... And I mean, it's not really news, but D Rose sprained his ankle again. Uh, On the bright side, breaking things. news. Breaking news. What year? And it sucks too, man, because I really had him as a comeback player of the year. I loved, I loved D Rose. I loved his heart, and it's just like, dang, you just can't stay healthy to save. How long is Isaiah Thomas out for? Two to four months at least. So they're saying possibly All Star break, maybe wow. depending on how he did. I'm rooting for him too. Yeah, I'm rooting for him too. I mean, I love Isaiah. Yep. I mean, My we'll see. That's a tough one. On the bright side of things, though, I mean, the rookies, a lot of rookies look real good this week. Yes. A lot of rookies look really good. Uh, Lonzo had a, his debut. was kind of eh, but his second game was really good. He played the Suns. I know. I was going to say that, but hey, <laughs> it, you got to start somewhere, bro. He played the Suns. And he, I mean, uh, what was it, Beverly, who was guarding him that first game? Mm-hmm. He tested him. Mm-hmm. And that's good. He's a great defender, and Lonzo needs that. And... I'm, I don't know, I was having this conversation with somebody, and I was telling them, yo, like, the things that his, I mean, the way his dad's been carrying himself reflects on his son, and people are going to test him. People oh. are going to test him. And that's good. I'm, I mean, it's going to, if it makes him a better competitor, a better ball player, then it is what it is, you know? What else? Warriors are one and one. They're not going to go eighty-two and zero this year, guys. Oh, sorry, breaking sorry, news. sorry, breaking hearts. Yo, that was a close call. Man. Yeah, but you know what? That they're used to being cocky. Who? The Warriors. They should have won that game. They're about ten. Yeah, true. true. They just got cocky. True. Throwing horrible. Pe- they just got cocky. I'm a Warrior fan. I love Warriors. Steph Curry, most underrated player ever. It was ring night, bro. They're cocky. They're feeling themselves a little bit too much. They did. Mm-hmm. And um, hopefully they can go eighty-one and one. Highly unlikely. Highly unlikely. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> Good luck. Good luck. You never know. How the t- how the Timberwolves do? Timberwolves are one and one as well, I believe. Um, they lost their first game, I thought. Um, even though Wiggins dropped twenty-six in the first game, right? 
He's looking uh, good. Yeah, Wiggins looks good. It's gonna take some time on these chemistry issues. Right. I mean, it's it's one and one. I mean, it's the beginning of the season, so I mean, right. you kind of just you get excited about things. Like the guy I like to watch the first game of the season. When shout out to my man Vince is a uh, De'Aaron Fox, Sacramento right. Kings. He looked like a baby Westbrook, the way he played. I mean, so we'll see. I mean, we'll see. That was one of those players that like I was hoping the Lakers would actually pick up. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, you know, I'm not bad at the pick that they uh, with ball. You know, but still, he was like one of those players that I I really really liked. Him. Yeah, highly touted coming into the league, but we did have this discussion a little earlier. He's got some some red flags. Uh, they asked him what his favorite fast food is. Right, Aaron Fox is in California now, right. and he said In and Out is trash. That's, that's I, I'm not I'm not that's like a big, big I'm not saying In and Out the greatest thing in the world. But you're right. say it's trash. I know it's and not. He said, yeah, he said Chick Fil A was too good to be. Considered in uh, fast food, so he fast picked food. Wendy's. He went Wendy's. Not a great yeah. answer. I love Wendy's. But you went real deep on the fast food. Let's focus on. The Let's focus play. on. Yes. Senor Fox, I'm sorry, man, but Senor Fox, did you just nickname him, bro? Senor Fox. Senor Fox. It's not bad. I hate to break it to you, bro, but if it has a drive-through, it's fast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and Chick Fil A has two of them in one store, so it's super fast. Senor Fox, you just got lawyered. <laughs> sorry, sorry, man. Sorry. Hope you have a great season, though. Hope you have a great season. <laughs> no, rookies, rookies look good. Uh, rookies look good. The the Philadelphia 76ers, let's talk about them. Seems like they have six rookies on that team because everyone gets hurt every year and they're still rookies. We were talking about this earlier, too. Ben Simmons looks like the real deal. Um, yep. he, he's doing it all except shooting, really, but... Uh, He's he's got it all. He's technically a rookie, so they got him. They got Fultz. They got Embiid. They're own two, but the city of Philly. They are own two. They are the most excited I've ever seen them. The most exciting uh, own two league in the team in the league. Yeah, for real. Yeah, that's very true. I'm looking at the other own two teams. They're not not very excited. Name them. Uh, New Orleans, uh, which I mean they should. I mean it's own two. I mean, but they're not going to be good. But right. Dallas. <laughs> And Phoenix, by far, maybe the worst team in the league. And I know in my prediction episode, I said Phoenix would be in the midpoint, but maybe they'll get it together later. But losing about 45 on opening night is not a good look. Not a good look. Not at all. Not a good look. Come on, Bledsoe. And that was one of those teams that they have so much talent that you would think they would have improved on and stepped it up over the offseason. But they're young. Yeah. They're young. Yeah. I mean, Chris is... But 45 points, man. That's a lot. And who they lose it to? Does it matter? Well, I mean, I mean the Lakers beat them. And they lost we, to the Blazers, Trailblazers. We're 2-0. And that's a very good team. We're 2-0. Are they a really good team? The Blazers? Yeah. It's a good team. Are they a really good team? All right, I'll take really out. <laughs> <laughs> They're a good team. Semantics. I love it. <laughs> They're a good team. Right. They're a good team. You mentioned the Pelicans, too. How are they so bad? They don't have anybody but those two players. And they both balled out. They put they up the numbers. Exactly. And they still lost. But then after that, I mean, Rondo's good, but he's not a shooter. Uh, Drew Holiday is not naturally a scorer. He wants to pass. So you have two point guards that want to pass, but to who? Too big. They have, like, no wing guys. No wing and players whatsoever. Tony Allen is more known for his defense. Yeah. yeah. And, and he's also, what, 34, 35 years old? Right, right, right. So, I mean, you only can expect so much out of him. But they don't have any wing scorers. That's the problem. And they don't. And I mean, 
true. Those guys can score 60 points, but who else is going to score anything? No, that's true. So do you think the first week is a true indication of who they're going to be, or are they going to turn around a little bit? Uh, I think they'll win like 35 games. I'm going to say 35. Sad. With the NBA, you can kind of already see mm-hmm. how it's going to turn out. You know? Um, it's just one of those one of those sports and how everything is... Uh, how all the players are on different teams, and I mean, okay, C looked amazing, but then they also played the Knicks. That so was just gonna get that. The Knicks, <laughs> but you talk, you talk about chemistry, and that's a team that a lot of off-season hype. You know, you got Russ, Paul, George, Mello. What's their chemistry gonna be like? It didn't look bad. Yeah. Uh, the the first, it was like one of the first plays of the game. Mello shoots up a three, and Westbrook pulled his best Steph Curry impression and just started running down the court before it even went in. I was like, damn it, this is going to be a long season. Like, Melo's going to have a great year. He's going to stunt in the Knicks' face, and this is going to be ugly. Remember when um, LeBron first went to Miami mm-hmm. and how it was just like, a, it's like it's kind of like a show. Mm-hmm. Like how they were just putting on a big old show, and it was just, everybody was there for the show. Yeah. I, I kind of feel like that's how it's going to be with OKC this year. Yeah, but you remember see Miami's first year together, the big three? They were 9-9. Nine nine oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And there was some kind of turmoil about Spolstra and James not getting along. So I wonder how like Donovan handled everyone. Because they're they're gonna beat the Knicks. But I mean like when they start playing the San Antonio's, Sorry, Chris. the Washingtons, the Warriors, you know, how if they win or lose, how are they gonna handle that? Because it's gonna mm-hmm. be a little bit more pressure. Right. All three of those guys are gonna want to take that shot at the very end or be the one are they okay with genuinely letting each other do what they do best? Yeah, you know, Paul George yeah. even said that off season. He was, you know, saying you can't just put three stars together and expect it to work. Yeah. I think that's just him kind of downplaying a little bit, right? <laughs> you know, saying we'll be fine, right? But uh, yeah, a lot of teams, a lot of analysts, you hear them talking about how this team is a sleeper and they're going to be good. You have three all stars. You can't be a sleeper team when you got those three players. So I mean, I if, just you, if, if, you, if you look in history, though, I mean, like there's teams back in history where you had, I mean, some teams are obviously out of double tap, uh, out of like you know, some of them were out of their prime, but. Uh-huh. Houston, back in the 90s, when they had Barkley, Pippen, and Elijah one, I believe. Mm-hmm. You know? Or the Portland Jail Blazers, back in the late 90s, early 2000s. <laughs> you had Rashid, all this. Mm-hmm. You had Sabonis. You had Damon Stoudemire. You had Bonzi Wells. You had Steve Smith. You had Scottie Pippen. And they never won a title. Brian Grant. But, I mean, so... Yeah, yeah. I mean, three star. I mean, you're probably going to be a great team, but more than I mean, it takes some chemistry. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. I don't, I don't think you can just you know stamp their ticket to the finals or anything like that. But to say that they're a sleeper and they might not right. be good, I mean, they, that's a little bit of an overreaction. I, I mean, the ultimate question is, can they beat the Warriors? Silence. <laughs> you know, the or league. like, okay, let's can mm. they can they be San Antonio? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because they're younger. <clears throat> The thing with OKC that, that I have so much is that with OKC I am not sold on yet is their bench because that's the difference between the Warriors and the OKC. Yep. They both have the three stars. Yep. And but I mean you can say Golden State has a fourth one with Draymond. Mm-hmm. I mean you can say that. Valley. He is. He's an All Star. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah. Yo, don't so, disrespect him. Nah, nah, not much love, Draymond. I love you. And he lives in the Bay. Yes. Yeah. Anywho, but can and OKC overcome that? You know, can OKC overcome the four stars? I was, playing, I was playing OKC in 2K last night, and I'll tell you, I had auto subs on because I don't control my own subs. I'm kind of <laughs> weak like that. Uh, when my B squad came in, it was night and day. I went from Westbrook to Raymond Felton, who I can't believe is still in the league. Um, right. Once yeah, a very coveted. Oh, 
player yeah. coming out of Nick. Oh, yeah, it was a Nick. Forget yeah. that. Coming out of UNC. Sorry, oh. Sorry about that. Chris. Yeah, it happens. It happens. I, I feel like my time on this podcast is just going to be a lot of self-reflecting on how bad the Knicks are. <laughs> so I appreciate you guys for having me. Very excited to be here. That's okay, man. The struggle's real. The Warriors went through a whole lot of losing before we got good. So it's true. Everyone has. Yo, time. but at least they're like not in the number one market in the whole United States, like the Knicks are. And every year they get hyped up, though. You know what I mean? True. And, and it. Well, yeah, how many times you guys got? But I mean, like the Yankees won. I mean, New York teams historically have done. I mean, the Yankees. <laughs> The Giants have won two Super Bowls in the 2000s. I mean, I mean, I, I know Chris is a Jets fan. They haven't only done anything in the last 30 years, but it's nothing. Since Joe Namath. Yeah, but I mean, they've had some good teams in New York. Mm-hmm. Two championships, 1970 yeah. and 1973. Yeah, I mean, and then the Knicks were there in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Camby and Ewing and Chris Childs. And Ch- Maybe I should bring some of them guys back. Yeah, honestly, they might play better than some of the guys <laughs> we have right now. Bring back uh, Allen Houston. Oh, Allen I mean, Houston, man. Our first round pick this year, still not playing. Uh, Frank the Frenchie. Is it how you say that? Intilikina? Am I saying that right? I've been calling him Nicotina. I like that. Which too. is horrible. Nicotina. Andre Nicotina. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He just had another setback. Uh, he was hurt coming in, and then I think he just rolled his ankle again or something. So he's still not playing. Uh, Porzingis looks good, but. I feel like this is going to be a real bad situation for the next couple of years. Where do you think he stays there? Do you, think, do you think he stays there for the and, rest? And of that's him? going to be the conversation: is, is he going to stay there and we ruin his career, or are they going to trade him off for assets? He will stay there, and the Knicks will fight for a playoff spot this year because Michael Beasley. Yes, yes, the we savior, the Damn. Jesus Shuttleworth of the NBA this year. You guys don't know what it's like to have a guy like that on your team, do you? Let me tell you, it feels good. It feels great. It feels great. <laughs> I can't even say what straight face. At the end of the day, he has the number one shooting percentage in the league. True. Stats Until he lie. misses. Until he misses. Until he misses. And if he don't play, he ain't going to miss. So we're good. He's he has perfect. a better shooting percentage than Tim Hardaway. And Tim Hardaway is probably making millions of more dollars than mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. Her craziness. Your Knicks. Craziness. Cut the check the other way, man. Cut the check the other way. Mm-hmm. So what else happened in week one? That's pretty much it. You got to kind of see how teams are evaluating and everything. And... You know, kind of see, like I said, it's really early, 82-game mm-hmm. season, we're only two games down. For some teams, it's only one game down, you know what I mean? So, well, I mean, we'll see how everything kind of shakes itself out, but it does look encouraging this year. I feel like there's more parity than I think that people are giving the NBA credit for. Right. I mean, there's going to be your, your four, five super teams, but, I mean, uh, You know what? At least it's, it's, four, it's, at least it's four and five than just two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited about... The rookie class this year. Yes. I feel like this is the yes. most yes. talent yes. we've seen this rookie class in about 10, 12 years. Maybe okay. since LeBron's draft class in 03. So which one of your rookies would you say is you're looking forward to to watch the most? I mean, he's not he is, but he's not Ben Simmons. He's a rookie. Right. He has the Blake Griffin factor. Right. So I mean, and I'm probably probably gonna win rookie of the year, man. Think so? Oh, I mean if he stays healthy. You I think mean, over let's say Lonzo Ball has a great season. And he plays really good. Well, that's like saying if anyone has a great season. Right. Well, not anyone because somebody could just have a great season and they just don't put him in that race. Yeah, but you're going to tell me that you think Philadelphia is not going to win more games than the Lakers this year? Mm. Are you kidding me right now, Lakers fan? <laughs> that was a long pause. I think the Lakers will win more. In the Western Conference? No, I'm just saying total. This year? I think the Lakers will win more. That's what I'm saying. The Lakers are in the Western Conference. They play the better teams more. I think they'll win more. Than Philadelphia. Yeah. You got those you got those LA blinders on right now. <laughs> you are LA fan to the max. 
We're on air right now. I want to make a wager on this. Ooh. Okay. Go ahead. Picture. Let's see. What can we do? Yo, don't make some oh, yeah, ridiculous yeah. fucking <laughs> thing right now, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Gosh, what is this? Fucking, what do, what do oh, do? I bet you you got to run butt naked somewhere. Nah, bro, come on. We'll do this. We'll do this. We'll do this. If Philadelphia has more games won than the Lakers by the end of the regular season, you have to support the Warriors all playoffs. You have to rock a shirt, a jersey, a hat every playoff game. I'm not buying it. No, no, I'll provide it. Oh, you'll provide it. I'll cool. provide it. But you have to. What about if the Lakers win? I will rock Laker gear. The whole 2018-19 season. Deal. Deal. Handshake. It's official. All right. It's official. Chris witnessed that. Chris witnessed that. Ladies and gentlemen, Come on, Philly. Is real. Come on, Philly. I'll tell you, Philly, just, Philly, like, for some reason has the media support, too, which is crazy to say that sentence, Philadelphia 76ers, but I was reading the other day on Twitter, uh, <coughs> talking about Ben Simmons, and again, you can make stats, tell any story you want, right. but they said... 10 points, 10 rebounds, 5 assists in each of their first two career games in NBA history. Ben Simmons this year. Mm-hmm. In the past, Kareem, Oscar Robinson, Elgin Baylor, all in the Basketball Hall of Fame. So, wow. Uh, book that ticket. Ben Simmons already going to the Hall of Fame, according to <laughs> <the> ESPN <laughs> Stats and Info. ESPN Stats and Info. Thank you for that. Um, but yeah, they, they love him out there. And it, again, it's tough because he's not a true rookie, so he kind of overshadows some of those other ones who are um, right. on the same team. Markel Fultz with that weird uh, that weird shot he's got going on. You guys right. seen that? It's not, so, it's not other than balls. Okay, so Simmons, technically rookie. Mm-hmm. I mean, technically not, but whatever. Fultz, a rookie. Yeah. So you still think Simmons is going to take it over Fultz? Yeah. Okay. I think Fultz may average more points. But Simmons is going to average more rebounds, assists, steals, and blocks per game. Simmons is going to fill up the stat sheet. Right. Mm-hmm. He reminds me of a lot of the Greek Freak. It's a guy we didn't because, talk about a lot. Because the Greek Freak couldn't shoot when he first came into the league. Right. The Greek Freak recently has like, developed a jumper over the last year, year and a half, and he's still improving it. Right. And he's even improving the three-point shot this summer, they said. Right. So we'll see how that comes out this year. But he reminds me a lot of that kind of pedigree. Right. And if you put... The Greek freak, aka Ben Simmons Jr., on a team with a healthy Embiid, right. and if Fultz is even a guy where he averages twenty points a game, maybe six assists a game, that's a very dangerous big three. That's a very homegrown, dangerous big three. It is. It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. So, um, Greek freak, mm-hmm. one of your favorite players to watch. Yes, right now, of all time. You no. see how he played against LeBron. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean it's it's only two games, but he he leads oh. his team in basically every category. I mean he's only twenty two years old, twenty three years old. Ridiculous. So I mean, he's gonna get better. Have you seen his stats first two games? Yeah, thirty five points, ten rebounds, five assists, three steals. It's only two games. Yeah. He's taking that uh he's Kobe challenge. Yeah, he's nasty. Yeah, he is. He's, he's he is. a bad boy. He is. He is. I mean, and he's like six ten, six eleven. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's not even fair. He kind of has the same frame as my favorite player of all time. Kevin Garnett. Yes, KG. Same kind of, but he's better than KG. That's, yeah, that's he, what I'm going to say. He could be better than KG. He's I, not there yet. I feel he's more athletic. He can move faster. He's definitely quicker and he has better ball handling skills than KG did at this point. Uh, we'll see. I mean, KG had a very illustrious first ballot hall. I put KG as a top three player of all time. And I'm also biased because I love KG. He's like my favorite player of all time. Um, to watch and everything just because of the way he played. But, I mean, yeah, he gets, 
Greek food can surpass him. Yeah, definitely. opportunity. Definitely. How about you, Chris? Who's your favorite favorite player to watch? So I cheated. I went with I went with two. Uh, played together. I actually didn't pick a Nick because I thought it was too easy. Right. Um, but early early in my basketball fandom, uh, the first players I kind of fell in love with uh, Penny and Shaq. Orlando. Nice. Uh, that was good. I, that was kind of like that Olympic team, 96. Right. That was like my first exposure to basketball. And I was like, man, these guys are kind of cool. And right. Shaq went on to have his career. And mm-hmm. once I found out Penny's real name was Anthony, I was like, this guy's awesome. I was, like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I've never heard that name before. I like them. Their uniforms are cool. It's Very cool. Very cool. Uh, what about you? Uh, right now, I think. Of all time. Uh, oh, of all time. Well, I broke it up. So, um, when I was a kid, it was Jordan. Um, to me, I, I was like, whoa, he's the first person in the world could actually fly. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And just like an incredible way he played the game and how advanced his game was from you know being that player that could, the slam dunk champion to what he turned his career into being, you know? And then um, Kobe, you know, basically modeled his whole game after Jordan and then made it into his own game, mm-hmm. you know? And then the career that he had, he was also a very exciting player when it came down to those clutch three-pointers, those clutch game-winning shots. Just amazing, man. It really did, like, I was a little bit too young to see those Showtime Lakers, mm-hmm. right? And then during those championship years, after Shaq, I would say more so, but I mean, even during Shaq, like it, you really like, I felt like I got to see my my version, the modern version of the Showtime Lakers. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> and then, right now, man, honestly, I I hate to say it, Lonzo Ball. No, like I really <laughs> like, I really enjoy watching Curry play. You know, okay. like he's not your ideal basketball player. He's not that. Six foot six. Is he six foot six? No, six foot three. Six foot three. Maybe. You know what I mean? He's like mm-hmm. he's not as you know. He doesn't look like a very strong um, basketball player. Not not to diss him or anything mm-hmm. like that, but he plays the game different. You know, when a lot of people doubted him and said that, "Yo, you're not gonna win championships by shooting threes, He did it. Yeah, and he won two MVPs. You know what I mean? And they still doubt, and they still. <laughs> That's all right. We can play that one. We own the rights. <laughs> Sorry. And um, and, and 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 they still doubt him. They still yeah. give him shit. You yeah. know what I mean? So. That's that's my that's my three. I would say. No, man. That's okay. solid. I like that. Hey, my honorable mention is Tyrone Mugsley Bogues. Mm, I yes. loved him as a kid, and even now, just because he's five foot three, balling. He gave me hope. I was like five foot two when I was <laughs> right. I graduated as a senior at five foot four. I was like, you know what? Muzzy can do it. Why can't I? Right. Yep. Muzzy's a lot better than I am. <laughs> just a little. Just a little. <laughs> just a little. Just a little. I didn't no. get any scholarships, but you know. Yep. But no, Muzzy's definitely like my honorable mention, but KG all the way. Uh, I had a similar thing for the Knicks when uh, Nate Robinson had his couple of years yeah. of, of primetime winning yeah. the dunk contest. It was just like, all right, we're not good, but he is awesome. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, he yeah. He put on a show. He, yeah. he puts on a show, man. Yeah. And it's sad because I would love to still see him in the league, you know, because he he's a showman. He can still play. He can yeah, still play. Wasn't he trying to make a comeback like a year ago? Yeah, he yeah. tried to play. I think soccer for a while that didn't work out, and then he came back and tried to get. I back mean, in the league. that guy they said it would have been a second round draft pick if he would have came out and played in the NFL. Really? As a, as a DB from Crazy. Washington. That's why. I mean, he's just that athletic. It's ridiculous. Yeah. 
It's one of those. Why can't we get like just an ounce of some of these guys' athleticism? <laughs> just for like a day. I want to see what it's like. I think it's it starts with your higher ups, man. Mm. Like, I don't know, man. Like <laughs> somebody's making some bad yeah. business decisions over there, <laughs> or get some new scouts. True. Something yeah. hire Chris. Hey, I'm ready. New York Knicks. You need to hire Chris Hankin. James Dolan, give me a call. There you go. There you go. So, um, let's talk about social media and sports. Okay. How you feel about it? Oh, me? Whoever. The question's open. It's oh, me, this guy. Like We always kick it to you. Come on. It's a 50-50 for me. Like It's one of those things, it's just in society in general, where if you give someone too much power, you get power in the wrong hands, it always ends up bad. And that's kind of the situation it is here. Right. It's too, technology nowadays is too accessible for me to get people in trouble. Because I don't think the athlete has changed over the last 20 years. I think the things around him have changed, which causes him to get in more trouble. That's fair. Everything is recorded. Everything is put on Twitter. You yeah, I mean, you got to imagine. I mean, these guys are highly trained athletes with an adrenaline, competitive. I mean, the competitive juices flowing. Yep. And then the first thing they can do is hop on their phone and say "f this" or whatever they want to say, and they're like, "Oh shit!" Did you see Kyrie uh, the other night? Yeah. Somebody asked him. He was walking off. Said, "Where's LeBron?" He screams out, "Suck my dick!" <laughs> All over Twitter. <laughs> All over Twitter. <laughs> and you know what? That clip will get played for the rest of the season. Yeah, and right. it's like, come on, man, you're poking at a guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Really, I mean, everyone and the ones I feel they want to just basically just annihilate these guys in the media are the ones that couldn't handle it any better if it was them. Yeah. I mean, like Skip Bayless, like the, he tweeted out when uh, Hayward got hurt. Oh, this makes the path a lot easier. For uh, Cleveland to get to the finals, and I mean, I I basically commend De- Demarco Rosen saying, "How could you even talk about something like that when a man just may have lost his career?" Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. you're an asshole, bro. Like just yeah, shut no, up. he like, is. Yeah, but and it's all to make money, cause rifts, <laughs> and so people can watch the show the next day and see what he has to say. Right. Yep, and it sucks. It does. It takes the whole human factor out of everything that we do nowadays. It's true. So, I see. I mean, uh, I'm yeah. kind of like. Eh. And you guys know me. I'm an old man. I really know how to use Instagram. So barely, Jeremy barely started using emails like a month ago. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> he barely got it, and he started with like a hotmail. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, start somewhere. In 2017. <laughs> you, you can't give a dumb man a smartphone. That's all I'm saying. He was using a flip phone, the dumb version yeah, the for sprint, the longest time. Sprint Razor. Bring it back. <laughs> Shoutouts. Chris, uh, what are your thoughts on social media and sports? I would say similar. I think there's I think there's two sides to the coin. I do like the direct-to-fan opportunity where yeah. players can reach out directly to fans. There's no, oh, that reporter got me out of context or that's not what I really said. It's, mm-hmm. you know, it's your Twitter account. You said it. Uh, right. They have you know, the Players' Tribune where our, uh, athletes actually write whole articles. Like, I like that. I feel like some of that is probably still a little calculated. Um, but it almost kind of makes it worse because now if somebody says something that they shouldn't have or... You know, maybe they didn't really think through all the way. It's, oh, my Twitter got hacked. Or, oh, I didn't really mean it that way. Right. It's like, well, well you, you said it. Like, you, you did You did mean you it. You did mean it. Yeah. Just own it. And, right. And that's kind of what I, I love the athletes that are just completely true to themselves. J.R. Smith is one of the best Twitter followers out there. If you don't follow him, he just, right. he doesn't care. And, like, he tweets and deletes sometimes. But right. it's, I, I like that ability for people just to be able to say, like, hey, this is who I am. Take it or leave it kind of thing. So what do you guys feel about, like, the organizations having that same access to post what they whatever they want in, in what context like well you know just having that access to being able to be social yeah and um 
of of course it's they're not gonna go and say some ridiculous shit mm -hmm. at least not that I <laughs> have heard but you know like um, they have that opportunity to do that too yeah and I know? think I think when when like official team pages start like jawing at each other and like going that's at awesome. each other with jokes I, I think that's amazing it. yeah it's incredible they had uh, they had one the other day it was baseball and this was a basketball podcast but right. uh, no, the Boston cool. Red Sox tweeted something out about how like they beat the Yankees way back when the Yankees Twitter replied back like oh sorry it's a work day for us games at five o'clock <laughs> <laughs> I was like I mean it's it's and you see it in the NBA all the time yeah. too teams do that and it's like somebody that's their job is to be funny on social media and, right. and the team's fans get behind it so much so it is, it is just like the next level of marketing it's not it it's is. not about in stadium stuff anymore it's not about TV commercials you have to have a social presence if you want to stay relevant and I like that that the players do have access you know because mm -hmm. at the end of the day you can say whatever you want mm -hmm. you know that's on you whether from a business perspective if you say something and it fucks up your money by whatever you said, then that that's on you. You should have been smart about it. But it also shows players their characters, you know. And and everybody, not everybody's gonna like you. Not everybody's gonna, and a lot of people are gonna like you. So by you being able to show that somewhat of your character and you having the ability to market yourself rather than relying on like a business or something mm -hmm. else to market yourself to market you i think that's i think that's cool you know? yeah i agree and, so that's my thoughts on it anything uh, else anything to add no anything to add uh, i do want to circle back michael beasley now that we're talking about uh, social media his instagram post is him head down black and white shot says everybody knows i've been killed before dot dot boom boom <laughs> That fire, doesn't sound man. like comeback. Fire. What is? Fire. Fire. <laughs> fire. Michael Beasley. MVP. MVP. Mm -hmm. Comeback player of the year. You heard it here first. Bars and buckets. Bars and buckets. Would you believe in what you believed in if you were the only one who believed in it? I took the road less traveled, followed the dream that most wouldn't gamble. Call me the X-Man, I am the next man. Grammy Award winner, all in my game plan. Am I wrong for the goals I made? Or do I just look insane? When I talk about them, people looking at me like I farted at them. They saying grow up, be an adult. We won't judge, but they holding the gabbo. I'ma do me, express my fashion. I'ma be more than a local rapping to prove that impossible is all the lie. To live in the life that I see in the lime. Life. I'm sick of being patient, but good things come to those who wait and write. Nah, develop my cadence, made my own style, so now I want the spot, spotlight. To shine so bright, I want the lime, lime light in my life, so I'ma own it. Rapping for a living, yeah, I want it. Money and the fame is a bonus. House on the